Toronto proud to announce from Zurich, Men's League Switzerland, from US program, Austin Matthews. Okay, back for part two for this week, which is going to be super fun and exciting. Talking about winners and losers, my favorite thing. Uh, it actually is. I really do like talking about the teams that are doing well, teams that aren't doing well, kind of laughing at some other's misfortune. Uh, it's never as funny when it's happening to um, your favorite teams, but when you're watching just chaos happen, it's actually always fun. So here we go. Uh, let's start with the winners and losers before the news. Um, winners, first of all, we have is the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, they were a team that at the beginning of the year was like, you had no idea what was going to happen. Uh, they seemed like they were on the uptrend, but then they missed the playoffs. Uh, then they get in the playoffs and they're out. Like They keep doing that same thing. They had a decent core, uh, decent defense. Certain players are underperforming compared to their first few years, like Goss's Bear. And, you know, they it was like, well, you know, you still got Couturier, you still got Giroux, uh, Voracek. Like, you've got all these good players, but like, oh, Provorov as well wasn't doing as well. But it's just not coming together. Their goaltending was also suspect for a long time. It seems like Carter Hart has kind of solidified that he might get even better in a couple of years and then it could turn into a real you know just top five top 10 goal in the league i do believe he's going to go there though because he just he's been so good at high levels once he's gotten comfortable with them uh and i just think his ceiling is like it's very high compared to many other goalies in the league so anyway they do that and then they get you know the the team whisperer alain vigno who seems to just in the past few teams he's been on just always gets him to the playoffs like you know he got a rangers team to the finals that honestly i don't think had a lot of business getting to the finals that year uh he kept them in the playoffs even when like they did kind of always look like this old weaker team i was surprised how long they were staying in and then anyway he loses his job in the the rebuilding year and then they hire him in philly and it was like well if anyone's going to get them in the playoffs, it has to be Ali Vigneault, uh, if he's going to straighten them up. In the beginning of the year, it didn't look like that was going to happen, um, but in the past few months, they seem to be rolling. It's a very reminiscent of a lot of teams he's coached. Like if Vancouver would do the same thing a couple of years, the Rangers did that, where he'd be there at the beginning of the year and it wouldn't look too great, but then by the end of the year, it would all come together and uh, turn, they turn out to be a really good team. And so, yeah, they've, They've won a lot of games recently. They put themselves in a position where they could even overtake Washington for first in that division, which is amazing. Um, it also shows how much Washington has lost. But 
you know, uh, we might get a first round of Philly-Pittsburgh, which would be amazing. Or if they could push Washington down and we'd have Washington-Pittsburgh. And then Philly versus, like, the Islanders or Columbus or Carolina or even the Rangers if the Rangers were able to push in. So they've done a great job. They've really turned their team around, and maybe this is just a sign of things to come. It also could be a sign that uh, if you don't have a goaltender, your team has no chance. Uh, and <laughs> it's clearly one of the big differences this year for them. Uh, another winner is Vegas. Now, similarly to Philadelphia, Vegas has, I think they've essentially said that they're the best team in the Pacific. Uh, they're only four points ahead of Edmonton, and Edmonton has a game of hand. Uh, six away from Vancouver. Vancouver has two games at hand. So a few good weeks by Edmonton and Vancouver and a bad week by Vegas could turn this around. But for now, it does look like they are the the best team in that division. Um, sorry, I'm going through their standings. And a little side note, why is it TSN changed how they do their standings now? Like, it used to be you could see in one screen, you could see wins and all that kind of stuff and their, their their most recent streak now they have a stupid bar to bring it across because half the screen is covered in advertisements it's really annoying but anyway uh vegas's winning streak is at eight games and they looked at like a team that might not make the playoffs to a team that looks like they could be a real problem in the playoffs um they're also very similar to Colorado and St. Louis, they've just, all three of those teams have been on good winning streaks recently. They're all in the top three in that conference in the West, and it looks like they're ready to do some damage. Uh, it's good timing for them to pull this together because, like I've said before, if you go into the playoffs with a good record, uh, those teams seem to do a lot better than the ones that just coast there, or have a losing record, and, and then struggle with the up in difficulty that comes with the playoffs. So yeah, Vegas has done really well. It's weird that they did this after firing Gerard Gallant and getting in Pete DeBoer, but whatever. That's hockey, I guess. Um, they also got in Robin Leonard, which I think right now is a better goaltender than Fleury. He just has better stats over the past couple of years. Um, you might go with Fleury's record and just say he's still the starter, but Robin Leonard could be a really good goalie there if he stayed there for three more years or something. Um all right, so moving on to another winner, we've got Colorado. Uh, like I said, they're on a winning streak. They're at uh, six wins in a row. Goal differentials plus 49. I mean, come on. That is crazy. It's the best in the West, actually. Let's see. How, how is it in the league? Let me pull up this thing here. It's second best in the league next to Boston. Tampa Bay's right behind them, plus 47. So, yeah, you've got Colorado coming up. They've... They kind of seem like they were falling off a little bit with a mixture of injuries and maybe being tired or or not having the motivation after they so handedly had taken uh, control of a playoff spot in the West, but they seem to be turning around now and just in time. Uh, this is a big moment for them. I really think, I don't know, I feel like they need to make it to, to the second or third round this year. I think that's probably what, it's going to be Colorado or St. Louis in the third round. I believe, the Western Conference Final. Um, the Pacific, I'm still kind of... Even though I think Vegas is number one, I just think, like, any team could knock them out. Uh, there's lots of good teams over there still. Regardless of what people think about the Pacific, it's a lot better than you think. Um, I'd also argue that, like, some of the reasons that the the East looks so much 
like more lopsided compared to the west is in the east you have detroit and detroit is like let's just see they're <laughs> they're 23 points behind their closest team 23 like are you kidding me uh, that's not a good team so anyway they're if you take away the points that they like an average bad team like ottawa or new jersey or something there should be another 20 point spread taken away from some of the upper teams and like spread out throughout that division uh that division and conference but it's not really like that i know most people won't believe me They're like no no it's not how it works like but i don't know i think if uh they weren't so terrible it would change your outlook of how the entire uh side looks like i do believe the east is stronger but i don't think the the west and especially the pacific is as bad as people really think it is um maybe i'm wrong we'll see how the playoffs go uh maybe a central team will face the pacific first team and take them out and you won't even have a pacific team in the in the western conference final i doubt it but who knows um so anyway next winner is st louis they are also pulling it together at the right time they have pulled together a winning streak of seven games recently um they're just continue to impress ever since they changed their coach changed their goalie uh, kind of a theme today uh they really turned it around last year and they're just one of the best teams in the league and they continue to prove it each and every week so i think this is another sign that they're whoever faces them uh unless you're a team with a bit more experience in the playoffs like nashville or winnipeg who's coming up you're gonna have some trouble so you better be you better come in with a lot of confidence and a really good recent record to have a chance against St. Louis because I feel like they could go far as well. I feel like their biggest rival is going to be Colorado in that division. Dallas could shut them down, but they have like a... I don't know, they just can't score. Like even their goals against is like 168, one of the lowest in the league, if not the lowest. Let me quickly look. It does... It is the lowest, I believe. Yeah. Oh, 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 excuse me. Boston's 167. So a second lowest in the league, but their goals four is pretty low. 177. What is that? Bottom 10. Yeah, it's bottom 10. So yeah, there's been some problems there. Um, they like Dallas. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think they're that good of a team. I just think they're going through their defense and goaltending. Um, it could take them really far. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't feel that strongly about them. And for the losers of the week, uh, big losers, which is, feels kind of good to say after what they did to Toronto, what is Carolina? They come off the David Ayers thing. They have this huge press conference for him. He's like honorary Carolina citizen. And then, you know, they show off how good their defense can be if they really want it to be. And then they go through this losing streak where they don't win a game since. Um, if you look at like the outcome of what happened that night, like either they, they won, but they lost the next three games. And for Toronto, they lost, but then won the next three games. Like, which one would you rather have? Uh, which is kind of funny. I know I'm probably just a bitter Toronto fan, but that's how I feel and how I see it. Um, so they, to me, look like losers this week. They're falling out of the playoffs. They're, they're three points out of eighth behind the Islanders. Uh, or sorry. They're one point away from Columbus. Columbus is, yeah, I'll talk about them in a second. 
but they're one point away from Columbus, a team that's just decimated by injuries as well. Doesn't have as much talent as I think Carolina has in their roster, but Carolina's barely holding on. Uh, they do have a way better goal differential than Columbus, uh, as well as New York does. Generally, that's a good sign that you're going to be a better team at the end of the year. Like, you're just overall playing a lot of games, and if your points don't really match up to, like, be better than the other teams above you, it, it, it's kind of a sign you might just be unlucky. But generally, you outscore most of your play teams, so that's a good sign for that team. Uh, they still have two games at hand as well on Columbus, so they could, they'll could probably make it in, I think. Out of Columbus, Carolina, and New York, I would say Carolina's the way better team. But they haven't shown it this week. And not getting another goaltender, NHL goaltender, during the trade deadline might come back to haunt them. Uh, so I'm calling them losers of the week, which is, ha 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 ha, suck it. Um, and next, probably, actually I'm going to save these guys for last. Let's talk about Columbus. Columbus, they... Calling the losers is kind of unfair because most of their losses come because they lost a lot of good players. Uh, they lost Seth Jones, which has just been crippling to their team. Uh, was it Brensky was out? I think he's coming back soon, or he's back now. Uh, they they were just they were doing really well all year. Uh, they also lost their goaltender, like two of them. I don't know. It's just been every time I look at their their uh, injured list, it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, so they went through this huge losing streak. They won one game, and now they just lost two in a row again. So it's it's not looking good for their playoff hopes, uh, which kind of sucks because I like John Tortorella and hope he does well because he's just a good dude. He's funny the way he flips out on everybody. And next loser is, it feels kind of mean to pick on them at this point, but Detroit, they lost five in a row. Like I said, they're, what, 20-something points away from their nearest, from even moving up in the standings. Uh, I mean, they'll have, like, a 30% chance of being in the top three. It's, like, 18 or something for first overall. Um, there's no guarantee they'll get the, the player they want. They'll probably get a good player. I mean, it's pretty unlikely they won't get, like, a decent forward or defenseman or something. But, man, is that horrible. That's going to take its toll on that team. Like, you really need to shake it up, trade some people, get some names out, get some new fresh fresh people in that have more of a winning attitude or, like, committed veterans who don't want to let the team lose. Uh, I actually like the Vancouver model where they brought in veterans for maybe paid them more than they should, but it helps, like, solidify and insulate the team. And once they get good, like they are now, uh, it helps buff them up for later. Uh, which... I don't know. Is this ironic? Ironically, the team I just talked about good as being good team, I'm going to call them losers of the week because they came off a killing of Boston uh, and then they've just fallen flat all week and they've slowly, slowly, slowly uh, eked their way out of a playoff. Uh, top playoff position. They're getting to the point where it's like they should make it in, but, you know, Arizona, Calgary... Uh, they could all take that spot. Um, if they get pushed into a wild card spot, then you've got to fight with Nashville and Winnipeg as well. Minnesota, for some reason, is playing really well. The team is just like duct tape and glue. I don't know how the heck they're playing playing so well in this uh, in this time of the year, but nevertheless, they are. Um, and Vancouver just they need to sort of seize the moment and push a little bit harder right now. Some of their big players aren't playing what they need to. They need to kind of 
glue around the fact that they lost their starting goaltender. Um, but right now, to me, they look like losers of the week, and I don't like saying that, but that's the way it is. It's the truth, hard truth. The biggest loser of the week, though, and it's this is weird because I remember talking about them being the greatest team of all time and like a couple weeks ago, uh, is the Pittsburgh Penguins. They were really good. Um, I don't know what's going on with them. What happened to Sidney Crosby? Why is this team just suddenly, like, seems like they're tanking to get the no- number one overall pick to be, like, dominant for another 20 years? Um, but they've lost six in a row. They were top of the division very recently, and now they are fighting to stay, um, fighting for home ice, even in second to for this in the second place position. Uh, it wouldn't be completely crazy for them to fall further and be in a wild card position. So it's uh, it's pretty nuts for them right now, and I don't know what the answer is. Um, all right, quick news recap of the week. Some good news for Leafs fans. If uh, you think Toronto's going to pay Tampa Bay, uh, they will, or play Tampa Bay, sorry. Right now, Stamkos is out to miss six to eight weeks with some type of core muscle injury. It's projected that he might miss at least the first half of the first round. So as much as I don't like to see players injured and I want to just see the best teams on the ice play each other, uh, it means you can't help but look at this as like, ooh, it just takes down their scoring, centered up a little bit. They're still a deadly team without him, and they've played well without him in the past because he seems to get injured quite a lot recently. Um, but nevertheless, it's going to be that's a little bit of a setback for them, I think. And for him to be out now and then just have to jump into playoff games, like that's that's got to be hard. Can't be easy for him. Uh, Kreider's out. He hurt his ankle or something. Who knows how long he'll be out? Is this going to tank? Rangers playoff chances that guy's a very heart and soul player for them uh, I'd be really impressed if they were able to keep it up um, it's very interesting to see what happens from that could you imagine if he was traded and he did and the same thing happened like a team traded a bunch of assets for him uh, similar to what was it Zuccarello last year gets traded has a really good first game and then like is out for a few weeks that was that would have sucked all right well that does it for me this week I've got to go study some crazy stuff Uh, it's all super interesting and fun. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a good day.